0: There was a farmer who was very poor. He worked very hard to provide for the family. But because he was poor, he didn't have his own, his own land, his own land, it was difficult for him to establish and to provide. And he was struggling uh, what to do. The more he struggled, the difficult his life got. So he decided to pray to God, he decided to write a letter to God And he sat down and said, God, you know, I'm working very hard. You blessed me with this family, but I just need some land where I can farm, cultivate, and make some money and provide for the family. Can you please send me enough money to buy 10 acres of land? I would really appreciate it. And I know you can do anything and everything. So please answer my prayer and send me money so I can buy 10 acres of land. And he sealed it. But he didn't know how to send it to God. Well, I, need, I address it to God, but where do I send it? I don't have an address. So he just sent it to the palace. And the palace received the letter, and he's like, well, I don't know what to do. This is addressed to God. And he sent it to the king. King opened the letter, and he read it, and he felt for the guy. He's like, you know what? This guy is trying very hard. I'll, I'll try to send him some money so he can buy some land. And it's like, well, what can I do? And he sent some, the king sent some money so he can buy about five acres of land. And the farmer received the money and the letter, and he sent the letter back to the palace. In the letter, it said, God, thank you so much for giving me land, but next time, please do not send the money through the king. Send it directly to me this greedy bad king took half of what you sent me. (laughs) I only got half of what you sent. Now, we're going to talk about prayers today. Uh, General Conference has set aside this 10 days of prayer, and today is actually day number 11, but we are wrapping this up as a 10 days of prayer. I know you've been praying You've been receiving letters, re- receiving emails, and the text messages, and you've been praying. I know you've been blessed through this prayer, and we want to talk about the power of prayer today. And there are many, many great prayers in the Bible. Which one is your favorite? Can you think of some great prayers in the Bible? Which one is, can, you, can you think of? The Lord's Prayer, definitely. Daniel's prayer. Yes, Daniel's praying for his nation. Even though he's not sinful, he considers himself a sinner and he prays. There are many, many prayers, and I made a list, so I'll just read the list. Moses praying for God's deliverance, Exodus 33. Joshua praying for a miracle. Remember the time that sun stood still and the moon stood there for almost all day so they could win? And Abraham's prayer for Sodom how he is dealing with God, can you please, please not punish the land and save him? Hannah's cry and a song for a son and a praise for Samuel in 1 Samuel 1 and 2. David's confession and repentance in Psalm 51. And Solomon's temple dedication prayer, hear and forgive. That prayer is a powerful prayer. And Daniel's friend's prayer says... Even if he does not deliver us, we will not serve your gods. That, that powerful prayer. And also, Jonah's prayer and the Lord's prayer. Esther's prayer for deliverance. If I perish, I perish. That prayer. Stephen's prayer. A prayer of a martyr. So this is just the sum of the prayers in the Bible. And the Bible has so many great prayers that we can study and learn from. And of all the prayers that I mentioned, I decided to talk about Jonah, Jonah's prayer. This is a fun story that we all know. I'm pretty sure we all heard about this prayer. But I chose this one because this means something interesting, means something, something significant. So I'll, I'll read the prayer and we'll, we'll study it. Jonah chapter 2. I'll read the whole chapter of Jonah 2. It says, then Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God, from the fish's belly, and he said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me, and your billows and your waves passed over me. And Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep clothes around me, weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the moorings of the mountains, and the earth with its bar closed behind me forever. Yet you have brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer went up to you, into your holy temple those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy but i will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving i'll pay what i have vowed salvation is of the lord so the lord spoke to the fish and it vomited jonah onto dry land so here we have the beautiful prayer of jonah praying from where the fish's belly. That's interesting. We'll talk about that. I picked this story because it shows how he went to the lowest point of his life. He hit the rock bottom. And then God heard his prayer and he was delivered. And I think there is something that we can learn from here. The city of Nineveh, where is Nineveh? Nineveh is, the ruins of Nineveh is, is in modern-day Iraq. So it's there in the middle of that land, if you know where Iraq is. I'll show you the map later on. But Jonah is in Israel, and God sends him to Iraq to evangelize the city, the wicked city, that city is about to be destroyed. And he goes to Tarshish, if you know the story. Tarshish is where? the other side, the opposite side. He has to go through the, the Mediterranean Sea to go, go there. He chooses to go there and then God sends him back. And the city of Nineveh, think about the, the city. There was a professor at Andrews that, one of my professors, he was born in Baghdad, Iraq. And he knows a lot about the culture and the things there. And he told me this and I was quite am- amazed. He said, in his, in his country, there is a day of Jonah that they celebrate. Why? Because of Jonah, even though he was a, not such a great man of God, he ran away from God's calling, but he went to Nineveh and evangelized the whole city and saved the city, even though the city got destroyed later on. They have a day to celebrate Jonah for coming to their city and saving the whole country. So he said, we have a date. Well, so this Monday, coming Monday, is what day? Martin Luther King. So they have a Jonah Day that they celebrate in, in Iraq. I thought it was quite interesting. But now he ran away from his country. Now he's here in the States and he's teaching at Andrews. But this guy is, is something. And I was quite shocked to hear that, Jonah Day. But Jonah, in verse 1, Jonah prayed unto the Lord And he says, then he prayed to God. Now, if you think about it, Jonah is in the fish's belly. He prays to God in the fish's belly. Can you think about, can you imagine when he prayed the last time? This is a man of God. He hears the word of God. He gets God's calling, and he goes. He's supposed to go and evangelize to God's people. But when did he pray before he prayed in the fish's belly. Do you think he prayed when he got on that boat, running away from God? Do you think he prayed to God when he was called and said, go to Nineveh and and evangelize the city? And and he says, Nineveh, no way, I don't want to go there. Do you think he would have prayed to God? He could have, could have. My gut feeling says that he may not really have prayed as he was running away from God. So he didn't pray until, until he got caught and he was thrown overboard and he was swallowed by the fish and he was dying inside the fish's belly. So he didn't pray for a while. That's what I think. I don't know if you agree with me or not, but that's that's what I tend to think. So this guy didn't pray for a while, and he prayed until he was completely broken down, and he couldn't. There was no way out. Then he prayed. That's why the Bible says, "Then he prayed." Check your Bible. It says, "Then he prayed." That means he didn't pray for a while. Does God hear our prayer? does god hear our prayer when you are running away from god does god listen to our prayer when you are praying from a very odd place if you pray to god at church yes that's the place where we pray if you pray at home in your closet if you pray over your meal if you pray behind the wheels while you're driving yes god hears your prayers if you're praying in a mission field yes god hears your prayers but what if you go to a bar and pray if you go to a bar can can you pray to god can god hear your prayers from a bar if you're at a nightclub drinking and trying to do something else (laughs) does god hear your prayer (laughs) yeah. <laughs> if you are if you are gambling, if you are taking drugs, does God hear our prayers? Okay, let's 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 go even further. If you're in a prison cell, does God hear your prayers? What if you go even further away? If you're in the middle of of committing a crime. And your heart is full of planning these evil plans. Does God hear your prayers? Human trafficking? Prostitution? Do you think God hears prayers of those people? If God heard the prayers of Jonah in the belly of fish, yes, God can hear prayers of anyone, everyone from anywhere. So if you think, you know what, I've gone too far, I can't pray to God. No, there is no such place here on earth where you say, you know what? God cannot hear prayers like that because God heard the prayers of Jonah and the same God can hear the prayers of you and me when we pray to God. doesn't matter wherever we are. We can pray and God pr- hears our prayers. However, God is too wise and he would, he would answer what is best for us. Let me read from steps of christ page 96 and it says we are so erring and short-sighted that we sometimes ask for things that would not be blessing a blessing to us and our heavenly father in love answers our prayers by giving us that which will be for our highest good so when jonah asked you know what god i want to run away from you i'm going far away from you and says just forget you i'm just gonna go this way and he ran away to the point where nobody knows who he is nobody knows what he's doing he's just messing up and he's going opposite direction going the opposite direction of what god has called him to do and who was he it's a prophet the man of God. He's supposed to be the man who is representing God. But he is completely going the opposite direction. And our wise heavenly father in his love, he gives us what is best. Instead of letting him flee and run away all the way to the point where he cannot turn away to God, he says, you know what? I love you so much. I'm going to send a storm. I'm going to send a fish. And I'm going to take you back. To where you can do what i called you to do so yeah god will allow us to go to the deepest part to to hit the rock bottom but he will hear our prayers and he will extend his hand to deliver us back that's our god if you think god of Abraham, god of joseph god of jacob god of daniel who has been great people in the bible yes god is the god of those people who are successful who are righteous who are great however he's a god of jonah as well he's god of the people who have made great falls and fell down and went to the lowest place that you can imagine or the places that you cannot even imagine and god hears the prayers of those people and verse 2 says from deep out of the valley of hell i cry so this word hell or deep in hebrew is in, in, in hebrew is shol sho. that means deep place or dark place or grave that's what it means that's the word for hell in the new testament and old testament hades or shol in hebrew it's shol in greek is hades or In different words but that actually means graves or the dark place do you think when jonah was in the inside the fish's belly how do you think it was like it stinks (laughs) so you're surrounded by other dead flesh dead fish have you ever smelled like rotten fish it smells horrible. <laughs> but basically, that's how he must have smelled like. Things that are dying around him, everything. Do you think he could have seen anything? Can you see anything? There's no light. And is it cold? Is it hot? It's, it's warm. It's in a, in a stomach. You're inside a stomach. So it's probably warm. And it's digesting. Like, And, and if, you ever, um, if you ever throw up, what does it smell like? Ew. That's exactly what it would smell like inside the stomach of a fish. So Jonah inside it, it's slimy, it's hot, it's dark, you can't see anything. And it's feeling sick because he can't see anything. The seasick. Like... You can't imagine seasick, seasick times 100, 1,000 times. That's how he felt like probably inside. It just smells bad. He can't eat. He couldn't even eat. How did he breathe? I don't know how he was able to breathe, but its, it's whole thing is a miracle. So I, I'm not going to question how he was able to breathe for three days and survived, because if God is able to do something like that, he can So that's how it was like. So no wonder how he said he used the word shoal. It's like living hell. That's how it felt like. But he was there. No light, no hope, nothing. But he prays. He prays. You know what? If it takes God to send us to a place like that, a place of hell, that we can be broken down and pray to God? Do you think God is going to do that? Yes. If, if it means taking away all the privileges, all the good things away from us, if it means our family, if it means our, our wealth, if it means our health, if it means anything and everything, if God can send us to a place like hell, the shoal, and if we can kneel down to God and say, God, please please that's it i can't do this anymore please forgive me god is going to allow that to happen that's what happened to jonah jonah said i'm gonna run away okay run away if you want to go that far sure go ahead there you are going to be broken down and you're going to be prayed to me then i will hear but you know jonah broke down but he didn't break down completely if we read on Jonah chapter 3, Jonah chapter 4, he didn't break down completely. <laughs> so he, God had to do, do, do that a few more times. And verse 5. Oh, oh here. Uh, I, um, verse 5. <laughs> this is interesting. Verse 5 says, The water surrounded me, even to my soul, the deep covered clothes around me, Seaweeds were wrapped around my head. Now, <laughs> you know, Jonah, this guy, <laughs> in the middle of something, a place like hell, the place of death, he finds something funny. said, Seaweeds were wrapped around my head. What are you imagining? Well, yeah, this place is like, like a tomb, like a, a grave. And I'm dying here, but he's portraying himself as... Seaweed wrapped around his head. Now, when you see Jewish men, what do they always have on their head? It's called kippah or yarmulke. They have it on there. He doesn't have that. The white hat that he has. What, do he, what does he have on his head instead? Seaweed. <laughs> so he's got. Okay, I'm praying to God, God, because every Jewish man when they enter into the, the the tabernacle or the temple, they're supposed to have yarmulke on their head. Like, okay, all I have is seaweed. I have this on my head. I'm praying to you. That's what he has. (laughs) Seaweed has wrapped around my head, and he's praying to God like that. But, like, Bible has really humor, like funny things inside, but that's how he's praying to God. Whatever it is, you pray to God, and God will hear our prayers. Says, verse 6, He has brought my life up from the pit. He has brought my life off from the pit. What tense, what English verb tense is that? Is it past, present, or future? Brought my life off from the pit. It's a past tense. Now, where is Jonah right now? Is he on dry land or is he still inside the fish's belly? He's still inside the fish's belly, and he is praying, brought me up. Is he delivered yet? No, not yet, but he's using the past tense as if his deliverance has already occurred it's a It's an accomplished fact. why? Because when he pray when you pray for something specific, God hears let me let me read this quote from. Um, minister of healing page 70 in some instances of healing Jesus did not at once grant the blessing sought but in the case of leprosy no sooner was the appeal made than it was granted when we pray for earthly blessings the answers to our prayer may may be delayed or God may give us something other than what we ask but not so when we ask for deliverance from it is his will to cleanse us from sin to make us his children and to enable us to live a holy life so here is a promise saying that if you ask for something god please give me a house give me a wife give me a husband give me something i want an earthly blessing God may give that to us or God may change the answer and grant it to us or in a different time. God answers our prayers all the time, but in a different way, different form or a different time. God planned time and God's timing. But, but if we pray for what? Deliverance from sin, there is no delay. There is a guarantee that your, your prayers are answered at the moment that you say that prayer. So when Jonah prayed, please God, please save me, forgive my sin and deliver me, he's using the past tense as if he's already delivered. When we pray to God, keep in mind, when we're asking for a blessing, for a forgiveness of our sin, that prayer is answered, guaranteed. So friends, when you pray, you don't have to ask God, God, Please forgive me. Have you forgiven me? Is my sin too big? You don't have to doubt. When you ask for forgiveness, God has already forgiven us. Already forgiven us. That's why the past tense is used. It's already an accomplished fact. It's already forgiven. Already forgiven. Keep that in mind. The verse 10 says, The Lord commanded the fish and it vomited jonah onto dry land why dry land god could have had the fish vomit him out in the middle of the ocean and he could swim out but he the fish vomited out out vomited him out in the dry land now can you please go to the next slide i want to show you a few pictures a few slides. I don't know if you can see this really well. The red line, red dotted line and red dotted lines and red points are where we want to study. So the far left side that you see in the picture, that's Tarshish, modern day Spain, all the way across the Mediterranean Sea. The dot in the middle is Jerusalem, where Jonah is called. And the dot on the right hand side, that's that is uh, um, Nineveh modern day Iraq do you so so he left from Jerusalem he got so that that point is Joppa where he caught where he paid the fare and we got on the boat on the way somewhere he got hit by the storm and he got thrown overboard in the middle of the water so the fish swallowed him he was there for three days and three nights now if you think about it, he was going all the way to Spain in Europe, right? So he was going that way, and the fish swallowed him. Where do you think the fish vomited him out, the, the dry land? Is Nineveh somewhere near the Mediterra- Mediterranean Sea? No, it's all the way in the inland. Now the distance between Joppa, Jerusalem, to Nineveh is somewhere between 800 miles to 1,000 miles. So if now the nearest body of water by the city of of Nineveh is Tigris River. You can't even see that in the map. Okay, go to the next slide. So the distance between Joppa and Nineveh is about 800 to 1,000 miles. Next slide. If the fish were to drop him off by the riverbank of Tigris, what does that mean? The fish had to swim all the way across the Mediterranean Sea, go around Africa, go around Europe, go around Africa, and go all the way to India, and then back to Tigris River and to Nineveh. That's a thousands of miles in three days? Is it possible? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, anything is possible with God, and fish could have been swimming like an airplane speed and go around. <laughs> I doubt it. So it's possible that Jonah was vomited out, the close land of of Nineveh like right north of Israel probably and Jonah had to walk to Nineveh okay you can just go back to the next slide which is the sermon title so it's just not possible for for Jonah to be thrown off right at Nineveh it's just there's no water there's no fish can go there unless the fish swam around like Probably five thousand miles to go there it's just not possible so why dry land it's probably reminding him of his mission i have a mission to go and if you read on god god's call comes to him the second time and said go back to nineveh and evangelize and when he came out what do you think he smelled like fish vomit and probably trash because everything was just was uh, being digested inside and he comes out as like he smells bad his hair has like seaweed all about and his clothes were half probably melted or whatever so he comes out like that he goes to Nineveh and he evangelized the city now if you see an evangelist what do they dress up like do they dress up like a homeless person no, they dress up nicely. They comb their hair nicely. They put on their lotion, perfume, a nice suit, nicely. This evangelist looks like homeless. He smells horrible. But you know what? Who is the greatest evangelist in the Bible? Was Jesus the greatest evangelist in the Bible? No. 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 Okay, when Peter preached, how many people, how many people got converted in overnight? 3,000 people. Was Peter better or Jonah better? The whole city, the whole city got converted in a matter of 40 days. Not even, it didn't even take 40 days. In just a few days, the whole city, even the king, confessed. So Jonah was the greatest evangelist in the history of the Bible. The smelly, homeless-looking guy. But wh- when he got called, when he prayed to that, when he prayed to God, that's what happened. Now, friends, the prayers that we give—it doesn't matter wherever you pray. When you pray, God hears, and however far you go, doesn't matter because God can hear you. God may allow you to go that far, so that you can, you and I can be broken now. Now, when we pray, this is the suggested prayer that we need to do. Meaning, what kind of, what form of prayer that we need to do? Our prayers from Ministry of Healing, page 230, our prayers must take the form not of command, but of intercession. When we pray, we pray, God, I want this. Please help me this. Please give me this. Please grant me this. Please, please, please give me this and that and that. That kind of prayer, God hears, but there's a limit. But when we pray the prayer of intercession, praying for others, God hears. And when we pray, like when Jonah prayed, God, when Jonah was saved, what was his next mission? What was he to do after he was saved? He was delivered from the fish's belly. Go on a vacation after? I almost died. I need to go take a break. No. He was called right to the mission field. So he was to go and help other people. That was his call, and that's why God delivered him. So when we pray, we are to pray so that we can help other people. We can go and do God's work. That is the prayer that we should pray. Christ Christ Object Lesson, page 142. Our prayers are to be a self at our prayers are not to be a selfish asking, merely for our own benefit. We are to ask that we may give. We may give. When we pray so we can give to others, God is pleased and He will grant the prayer requests. And I will end with this quote. Um, four, Bible Commentary, Volume 4, page 1137. It says, The written word, the Bible, is our safety. Pray, my brethren. Pray as we have never prayed before. We are not prepared for the Lord's coming. We need to make thorough thorough work for eternity. So friends, when you pray, the written word of God is our safety. Ellen White says we are not ready for the Lord's coming. We need to pray. We need to pray thoroughly for the work of eternity friends do you think your prayer life is not solid you think your your prayers are not heard it's going up but it's not reaching to the heavens think about jonah think about what kind of experience he has gone through and let's remember when we pray god hears it doesn't matter wherever we are, whatever kind of things that we have done in our lives. When you pray, God hears. And when you pray with selfish motives, God may not hear. But when we pray for a prayer of repentance, God hears that prayer instantly. And when you pray to give to others, that's the kind of prayer that God is asking for us to pray. So, friends, remember the ten days of prayers. Is over now but pray for others pray for forgiveness when we do god is going to hear our prayers and he's going to change us the thing is that when jonah was in when jonah was needed by god to go evangelize his life was saved god saved jonah through saving the city of nineveh so when god calls us to calls us for god's work he's going to save us because he's using us to save other people so let's keep that in mind and let us pray to god remembering jonah how many of you feel like you know what i'm like jonah i need to be delivered how many of you feel like i need to pray like jonah and i pray that you will honestly see god and pray to god and when we do He's going to deliver us because the God who saved Jonah is the same God, and is going to deliver us and save us. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, how many times that we have run away from God? How many times have we stopped praying to you? How many times have we have said no to your calling? But Lord, as we study the story of Jonah. We come to the conclusion that we need to pray to you and lord if we've been running away from you help us to stop and turn around and help us to go to you help us to pray to you lord if we have broken down lord give us the words in our mouth to pray to you so that we can pray so that you can deliver us lord god who have saved jonah is the same god to save us, Lord. So this is my prayer. This is our prayer, that we would pray to you. When we pray, please hear our prayers. Deliver us. Save us, so we can go to heaven. We can be used by you and evangelize others. As we do, please save us as well. If we are, if we are smelling like garbage, if we are smelling like the dead fish, if we are smelling like the vomit, it is okay, because We can be saved, and we can praise you later on. Please deliver us. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise team, please come on up and sing the closing song.